You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that thou art. Would you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Lord, we come here to receive the riches that only you can give. Your word and your precious sacrament, the gift of yourself. Bless us, O Lord, as we receive both this morning. Help us to grow in our understanding of what you teach, even as we grow in grace and are strengthened to walk as you would have us walk. We ask these things in the name of him who lived and died and rose again for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Overcoming limits. It seems to be what we were born to do. We were born to transcend the top of where our game and up it a little bit. It's from the time we move from crawling on all fours and decide we're going to try and stand, we're overcoming our limits. And overcoming our limits can come to seem so natural and so much the only thing we do as we go through life that we can overread what it is that we're supposed to transcend. I learned this uh, watching our son Ian when he was learning to walk. First child, and parents who've had a first child understand this. You watch them do that thing where they try and they fail and the legs don't have enough... They're building muscle as they try to stand up. And eventually, they get just enough muscle to stand up and hold on to that table or the edge of the couch before they back down. And uh, then eventually, they can stand for a while. Then comes that fateful moment when they let go of the table and decide, trying to imitate mom and dad, that they're going to transcend the limitations of going on all fours and try to walk like the adults do. And I'll never forget watching my son do that for the first time. And I'm like, he's doing it! He's doing it! Three, head plant. Right into the table. (laughs) And he came up with a bloody lip. And I'll never forget Lisa looking at me with tears in her eyes. Uh, and I said, honey, it's going to happen. She goes, yeah, I know, but I still hate it. <laughs> but he didn't give up. He kept going. And that's how it is for us. We encounter limitations in our lives and we work to transcend them. Most of us have gone through at least 13 years of school to try and transcend the limits of our knowledge and our skills. Most of us have gone beyond that to more training in the world. Either college or military or technical training on a job. And it really doesn't change for your whole life. The number of times over the last five years Michael has said to me, well, they came out with this new product and we got to go train on how to use it. 
This is one kind of transcendence. It's transcending the limitations of our experience, our knowledge. But there's another kind of limitation which we can't transcend. See, a developmental limitation we can transcend, but an inherent limit we can't. Again, I learned this watching my son. He, in learning to stand, learning to toddle, learning eventually to walk and then to run, he was overcoming developmental limitations. Every time he took a face plant, he was coming up against the limitation of gravity. And I guarantee you that no matter how long he trains, he will not overcome that. Without the assistance of an aluminum box with wings, you will not be transcending gravity and flying. Uh, my kids are kids of the YouTube generation. When they were growing up, there were all these videos. And you guys have heard this song was on the radio a couple years ago. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. And whenever they would have that song playing, you could guarantee that the video that accompanied it was somebody going smack down. That's the difference between a developmental limit and an inherent limit. And that distinction helps us understand the turn of Jesus' words at the end of our gospel today. If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say you see, your guilt remains with you. In claiming they had knowledge they could not have, in claiming they had abilities they could not have, that is, the ability to overcome their lack of godliness, their lack of holiness, their lack of love for God and neighbor. They held on to the vain hope that by their own efforts they would transcend that limit. Jesus came with a different offer. Admit your limit and let me transcend it for you. This is the offer of the gospel. This is why God became a human being and walked among us. That he, by going into death and rising beyond it as none of us has, has transcended the limits that are inherent to our condition. And now, in exchange, offers his accomplishment to us in exchange for our trust. And he even trusts, he even gives us the power to trust him so that all that remains for us is not to take the gracious gift we've been given, the gift we call faith, and finally throw it away and trust ourselves. Trust ourselves to overcome limits we cannot. So much of the sickness peculiar pathologies that are afflicting our culture right now are coming from the reality that some of our cultural elites, most of our cultural elites have committed themselves to the idea that we can transcend limitations that are inherent rather than developmental. With all due respect and indeed sympathy and empathy and love and compassion for people who are struggling with gender dysphoria, 
One of the things we learned about the science of it when I was at my pastor's conference in January is that you know what the most sexually differentiated organ in your body is? Your brain. And there is no amount of surgery that will get that deep and change that. Things are going on that seem crazy. Literally would have been crazy 10 or 15 years ago. Well, someone says they identify as a cat, so we have to treat them that way. If you've wondered why that is happening, it's because it has now become viewed as something immoral. When we can't cross any limitation we want to. The dreams of the moguls of Tech Valley are what are called transhuman, that someday soon we will no longer be human and go beyond what we are by virtue of our great learning and technology. We will have the capacity perhaps to live forever and certainly to be whatever it is we want to be. We're not created lovingly in the image of a God who has given us our nature as a gift. Accepting our limitations. Distinguishing between those that are developmental and those that are inherent. That's the path of wisdom. But the greatest deficit we have is not a deficit in our ability to exercise our will on the world or even exercise our will on our own bodies. Our greatest deficit is that we lack enough love. We do not have the love we ought to have for God, for neighbor, or even for self. That love is what we call holiness. And it is the purpose of the Christian life It is the purpose of God in Jesus Christ to give as a gift to us what we cannot have for ourselves. And then to help us grow. Helping develop in us the holiness that is His gift. That our self-transcendence might be done according not to His capricious will but to His good and gracious will that we might become what we were made to be. Last night, um, we, as a family, watched the movie um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, I watch these, a lot of these movies not because I think I'll enjoy them, but because when a movie wins seven Academy Awards, it means that it's captured the imagination of a lot of people. And as a pastor, I think I ought to know what's going on in our culture. Well, basically... What the, one of the central questions the movie explores is what happens to us when we, when we transcend all those limits? And they discover that the, the, main, well, the main character discover one of the two main characters discovers despair and wants to kill themselves as a result. The other character, the mother, is introduced to that same despair and then is it's inherent for her, the, the conflict of the story is for her to rescue her daughter. Now the answer, I, it was clear where the, the story was going by about a half hour in. And I was sa- said to my wife partway through the movie, I wonder if they're going to follow the logic of what they're, they're pursuing here and go straight into despair. Or are they going to make the sentimental turn 
and say love somehow compensates for all of this. And they made the sentimental turn. But even in doing that, said it's all temporary. Don't you know? You get a little spark of happiness here and there, and that's all the compensation you get for all the misery in the world. That's because they focused. This movie is focused in its imagery and in its its dialogue on purely human relationships and sexual relationships. And those are temporary. The Christian story that the pulsing heart of the universe is the kind of love that they're talking about. A love that is kind and patient and self-giving but is eternal. That never ends because it precedes this stuff we struggle with. And that through Jesus Christ, God is inviting us into that love that He is, that He has experienced from all eternity. That's pure gift, gift we could never deserve. And so don't need to earn. The turn of the movie points in the right direction but doesn't go far enough. When we admit that we are blind, God says receive the gift of sight. When we say we don't know how to love, He says learn from me how to love. When we say we are without home and all is despair, He says come home in the hope of eternal love. This is the gospel. This is what we celebrate. And this is what we turn our eyes to in hope as we journey in our Lenten fast. Will you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Lord, we thank you for the gift of your Son, which is the gift of yourself. That he has shown us the nature of love And that he has exchanged all that it is to be him for all that it is to be us. So that we could have as a gift that which is his by right and nature. Eternal life, eternal joy, eternal love. Strengthen us and bless us with the trust that holds on to that promise of that exchange. That follows faithfully after him and not only accepts, but receives as a gift the limitations that are inherent to our human condition. That has the courage to step up and strongly cross those developmental lines as we grow spiritually and morally and go through the different seasons of life. But trusts you to carry us over Jordan at that life's end. Bless us and be with us, Lord. In this, our sacred commission, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best heart in the day and the night. Sleep.
hoping that presence my life. 